Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Wednesday, May 3rd, 2023. And as always, it's brought to you by the Perry Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers catchy slogans a few billboards big results bryce today is national chocolate custard day okay all right national chocolate chocolate custard day i don't know if i have ever had custard billy i custard is kind of like pudding right i think so yeah I, i think it's in between like pudding and ice cream if if i'm if i'm not mistaken um I've I've never had it. There's that there's that new restaurant, or it's not even really a restaurant, but it's it's a place that you can get frozen custard. It's kind of been popping up everywhere. I think it's called Freddy's or, or Fred's or something like that. It's like Fred's frozen custard, and uh, like I've seen them start to pop up here and there in different cities and towns and everything. I want to stop in and try it because I've never had custard. Um, probably wouldn't like the chocolate flavor. Most people know I don't like chocolate. Uh, but I, I would give custard a shot. It might be uh, that might be a nice little treat right up my alley. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, I don't think I've ever had it, so I can't really say if I'd like it or not. So, yeah, I'll have to try it. I know Fred's Fred's frozen custard places have popped up in a lot of cities and around here. Um, I, I think it started in one of the Carolinas. So maybe next time I ride past one of those, I'll stop in and get one. I know there's one up in Kennesaw. So the Braves continue to absolutely dominate down at Lone Depot Park, also known as Marlins Stadium. Um, Braves win last night six to nothing, and Bryce Elder have a freaking game. Pitched amazingly, seven innings, no runs, six Ks. He looked absolutely dominant, absolutely dominant, and it was awesome to see. And that was sort of the Bryce Elder that we saw pop up in the playoffs last year. You know, I think I think it was Bryce Elder's last outing wasn't really great. Uh, and, and we both kind of said, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Bryce Elder is a much better pitcher than that. And, I mean, you just look at his stats over the season. He's 3-0 and right now with a 175 ERA, 32 strikeouts, and a 106 whip. I mean, yes, please. Absolutely. He's pitched uh, – how many games has he pitched in? He's only allowed runs – in three of the games he has pitched in. And he's pitched in one, two, three, four, five, six. He's pitched in six games this year and only allowed a run, a single earned run in half of those. And he's pitched almost 30 innings. Um, he's, dude, he is a, he is an absolute workhorse, man. And 23, 23 years old. The amount of quality pitching we have on this roster and the fact that they're so young is really absurd. And let's not forget, he didn't make the opening day roster. He was the, one of the ones that got sent down. I was, uh, we were both, I think, blown away by that. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't see that coming at all. I really thought Bryce Elder was going to be our, was going to be our fifth pitcher, especially the way he pitched in the uh, postseason last year. 
And let's not forget, this is a kid from Decatur. Yep. Decatur, Texas. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Ronald Acuna, Riley, Murphy, Rosario, Albies all had RBIs last night. Um, they all looked really, really solid. And, you know, the good news is Acuna didn't get plunked. That is good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was a little worried about that after... After he got hit in the Mets series, once again, guys, not an intentional hit by the Mets. Um, but once he got hit in the last game of the Mets series, and I saw we were playing the Marlins next, I was like, oh, man, you, you know how the Marlins like to plunk uh, Acuna. Um, but, yeah, didn't get hit last night and uh, had a nice little one-for-three night with an RBI. I love to see games where it's like the entire team is participating in the win, if you will. You know, you get some games like the other night where – uh, Sean Murphy had six RBIs and, and nobody else really did anything else. I love right. to see a total team effort like we got in this game. Everybody hit, everybody scored. Bryce Elder came out, pitched phenomenally. The pin came in, shut everybody down. It was a nice team win against the Marlins yesterday. Yeah, including two freaking hits from Marcelo Ozuna. I, I could not believe that. I, I wasn't watching the game and I saw the tweets. Uh, and yeah, Marcelo Zuna with two hits yesterday went two for four and has raised his uh, batting average up to 111. What? What? He's up yeah. over 100? I'm, That's the, insane. The, the guy might win the MVP. The guy might win, win the MVP. You know who might actually win the MVP? Who's that? Ronald Acuna. You know who also might actually win the MVP? Who's John that? freaking Murphy. It's possible. Like, I, I give I give Acuna a better shot. Both of at them, it, but, have, both but, of uh, them have been ridiculously hot. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with Acuna. He's hitting 362 with five home runs, 16 RBIs. I mean, uh, a, a 1067 OPS. Yeah, the dude is absolutely raking. He's in the top five uh, for for average and OPS. I'm trying to find his stolen bases. Uh, but I have I have ESPN pull another one last night. Yeah, fourteen. He has fourteen stolen bases. Um, his career high is thirty-seven. Billy, you think he beats that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, fourteen stolen bases. I don't know where that ranks in the MLB, but I would have to assume it's probably top five as well. So yeah, um, yeah. And you add in the uh, the defense that he plays over there in right field, and I, I'm on. You know, the boys asked me before the season started. They said, "Who's the best player in baseball?" I said, in my opinion, it's Ronald Acuna Jr. When Ronald Acuna Jr. is healthy, he is the best player in baseball. I love Shohei Otani. Yeah, I love Shohei Otani, but I think Acuna is is an all-around better baseball player than Shohei. And I think Acuna is is the best player in baseball if he can stay healthy for a full 162, which he's, you know, hasn't done often just because of the way he plays. And, you know, it is what it is. He, you know, plays hard, takes a lot of chances, sometimes gets hurt. Gets plunked by the Marlins. But, yeah, for my money, the best player in baseball, it's Ronald Acuna Jr. All right, Bryce, let's get to some uh, West Georgia wrestling here. And we're not talking about the wrestling event that is coming up for uh, Hometown Sports Media's scholarship fund. We are talking about actual wrestling. Yeah. Uh, This is for John Garner. This is from John Garner and Steve Walker. Um. The quote, or excuse me, let me read this paragraph. And I guess we can alternate, Bryce. Yeah, if you want to do the boys, I can do the girls. All right. Uh, the 
West Georgia area wrestling community has grown quite a bit over the last few years on both the boys and girls side. We are very excited to see how much success teams are having both individually and as a team with numerous region championships, state placements, and state titles coming back to the area. After a coach's nomination and votes, the following have been voted as the best wrestlers, coaches, and teams of the year in West Georgia. Boys Head Coach of the Year, they are giving it to Central's Cody Knight. Can't argue with that one. It's been a really good year for Central. Yep. Boys Assistant Coach of the Year, Bremen's Tony Armas. Again, someone who has stepped down away from being head coach, who still loves the game or the sport of wrestling, and honestly is is one of those people that uh, Coach Nick White will always look up to. Uh, Boys Team of the Year, Central High School, the state dual champion and traditional runner-up. Boys All-Weight Wrestler of the Year, giving it Carrollton's Jacob Levy. Great year for Jacob, including a state title. And, uh, a, uh, and an All-American. Yep. yep. Boys Lightweight of the Year, Central's Gabe Swan. Boys Midweight of the Year, Temple's Broderick Bennett. And Boys Upperweight of the Year, Carrollton's Jacob Levy. Starting with weight classes for boys. This is first team, first team boys. Uh, at 106, Gabe Swan from Central. At 113, Grayson Cooper from Bremen. At 120, Ty Murray from Central. At 126, Danny Crudeliz from Central. At 132, Gavin Strangelo from Bremen. At 138, Ethan Carter from Harrison County. At 144, Broderick Bennett from Temple. At 150, James Bumgarner from Bremen. At 157, Eli Ryder from Harrison County. 165 is Michael Hyatt from Harrison County. 175, Xavier Powell from Carrollton. 190, Brandon Perez from Villarica. 215, Sawyer Daniel from Villarica. And heavyweight, 285, Jacob Levy from Carrollton. That was boys' first team, all area. And second team, all area, all West Georgia area. Um, 106, Elijah Carr from Bremen. 113, Eli Woolham from Temple. 120, Nick Samples from Mount Zion. 126, Brock, uh, Buck Merritt from Carrollton. 132, Colson Hoffman from Central. 138, Luke Johnson from Bremen. 144, Owen Warren from Central. 150, Andrew Sheffield from Central. 157, Matt Phillips from Central as well. 165, Xander Barty from Temple. Scotty Taylor at 175, he's from Temple as well. Robert McCoy from Temple at 190. Is Marcus Cirrus from Central, I mean from Carrollton. And 285, his second team, Austin Presley from Villarica. It's a pretty good group of uh, wrestlers right there. Uh, yeah, dude, it's solid. <laughs> That's a pretty good group of wrestlers. Uh, and I think, I know Jacob Levy was an All-American. I believe Ty Murray from Central also hit that All-American status as well up there in Virginia Beach, I, I think. I might be wrong, um, but I think those were the two young men that got the uh, All-American honors from the West Georgia area. 
Now for the girls' side, girls' head coach of the year, Carrollton's Alan Newton. Uh, girl assistant coach of the year, Carrollton's Tucker Ray. Uh, girls' team of the year was Carrollton High School's uh, girls' wrestling team. They were the Duels State Champions. Uh, you know, we've said it all the time, and we'll keep harping on it. We have the best girls' athletics out here on the west side. No matter what the sport is, we have no the best girls' athletics. Um, girls' all-weight wrestler of the year, Carrollton's Liliana McKinley. Girls' lightweight of the year, Carrollton's Liliana McKinley. Uh, girls' middleweight of the year, Carrollton's Maggie Dudley. And girls' upperweight of the year, Carrollton's Madison Cooley. For the girls' first team, all-west Georgia area, one at 100 pounds, Gabby Carnes from Carrollton. 105, Liliana McKinley from Carrollton. 110, Cadence Wilson from Carrollton. 115, Caitlin Thomas from Carrollton. 120, Bella Moore from Carrollton. 120, or excuse, uh, 125, Bailey Moore from Carrollton. 130, Maggie Dudley from Carrollton. 135, Haley McElhannon from Temple. At 140, Aliyah Freeman from Villarica. 145, Madison Cooley from Carrollton. 155, Amazing Aki from Carrollton. One what are they? Uh, yeah, that's, that's no pun intended. That's amazing. <laughs> at 170, Johanna Mahaya from Carrollton. 190, Maya Crowder from Villarica. And 235, Sinai Vons from Villarica. Honorable mention for the girls. Nakaya Zachary from Villarica, Posh Daniel from Villarica, Leah Bozy from Villarica, and Haley Lusser from Carrollton. Awesome group of um, names and everything. Thank you to John Garner and Steve Walker for letting us know about this. This was awesome to be able to report on and, and talk about because it, at the heart of what Bryce and I do, yeah, we're going to talk about pro sports here in Atlanta and, you know, college football and stuff like that. But at the heart of what we do, this podcast has always been about making sure that the kids in West Georgia have a outlet that we can talk to talk about. And this was a great option for us to handle. And, and we're glad to do it. And I feel like wrestling is one of those sports that probably doesn't get as much publicity as it, it should. Like, right. you know, uh, you're going to get you're going to get publicity for basketball, baseball, uh, football, you know, softball. You're going to get publicity for those. I don't feel like, in my opinion, uh, the wrestling gets as much pomp and circumstance as they deserve. Uh, and we try to correct that here on the podcast because, um, you know, I just became a wrestling fan last year. Last year was the first ever time I have ever sat and watched an entire wrestling duels tournament uh and it was amazing it was awesome I, I loved it so much i'm trying to get my middle son into wrestling so you know anytime we can praise wrestlers or bring them up on the podcast we are certainly going to take that opportunity all right bryce tell me a little bit about what's going on with uh the five stripes real quick yeah so atlanta united has some transfer rumors that are kind of swirling around them uh, atlanta united sporting director carlos bocanegra told reporters that the european interest in tiago almada is obviously high and that there are contingencies in place to fill Almada's spot if the 22-year-old is sold in the summer window. That's really good news because that's one of the things that we were super worried about is if we sold Tiago Almada in the summer, who the hell would we bring in to fill his shoes? I mean, it's it's not going to be a one-for-one -one swap. Tiago Almada is a unicorn of a player, uh, but the fact that they already have contingencies in place if we do sell Almada in the summer transfer window, that's nice to hear. 
I still don't want to see him go during the summer. I'd really love for them to wait for the winter transfer window to sell him. But if they if he does go in the summer, it sounds like Carlos Bocanegra and crew, um, you know, have some have some stuff planned uh, to, to to backfill the position. Let um, me ask and, you this before yeah. you move on. Um, when Bocanegra says that he's got a damp contingency to play him. You and I have talked about Bocanegra before. Are you, like, do you feel confident in that? No, absolutely not. No, I have okay. zero faith in Carlos Bocanegra. Yeah, zero faith. Um, I think he kind of lucked out in the team that he got this year. He's leaning. I mean, if you look at the team, the way it's constructed, without Almada and Gigi, this team is horrendous. Like, really, honestly, without Gigi, this, this team yeah. is horrendous. So... Um, I think Carlos Bocanegra just sort of got lucky with the squad that he put together. Um, so, no, I have I have zero faith that he has a good plan, but it's nice to hear that he does have a plan, I suppose. A plan is better than no plan, possibly. But, no, I have, right. I, have no, I have no faith in Carlos Bocanegra. Um, uh, Carlos Bocanegra also said offer is still on the table for Miles Robinson. Atlanta United said Arujo hasn't yet found his form, but he's been great in other areas said the team has enough allocation money to sign sign another player if needed for a title run. So Miles Robinson's not re-signing. I don't know what in the hell Carlos Bocanegra is smoking over there. Um, but Miles Robinson is gone. That's fine. Let him let him go, you know, test the European waters or or whatever he wants to do. He's gonna transfer, I believe his contract runs out in the summer. Might be wrong there, but I, I think I believe that uh Miles Robinson will will go on a free transfer. And that's fine. You know, thanks Love Miles Robinson, Atlanta United legend. Uh, did everything he could for the squad to stay healthy and everything. Now on on the Arujo part, I want to see that kid gone. Um, I, everybody said, or a lot of the front office people have said that Arujo does a lot of things off the field that give him value. Um, but I thought a player's value should be probably best served on the field. And Arujo sometimes just doesn't show hustle, doesn't show heart, doesn't fit in with this team. Uh, the fact that we are using a, a, a DP slot on a Rougeau is horrendous. So I'd love to see him gone. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised, Billy, to see two out of our three DP slots moved in the summer. I, I Wow. I'm, hes- I'm hesitant to say three. I think Gigi could definitely be flipped for a profit the way he's played. Um, but I think we hold on to him until at least the winter or next summer. But I would not be surprised to see Tiago, at least from what Bocanegra has said the past couple of days, I would not be surprised to see Tiago Almada and Arujo gone in the summer transfer window. That would suck. Um, yeah, it, it would it would suck for the Almada part. For the Arujo part, I'd be happy. Um, but I would assume they have what Bocanegra says as contingency plans uh, for Almada and for Arujo. All right. And I'll have to see when the Miles Robinson contract runs out. I don't know if it is, if it runs out this summer. I think it runs out this summer. So I think Miles, they just go by years here. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I know, I know Miles Robinson's contract either ends this summer in the transfer window or after this MLS season, uh, and he'll transfer on a, uh, on a free transfer. So a lot of things to look at other than just the games for Atlanta United coming up. (laughs) be interesting be a little interesting interesting couple of months here uh yeah. Billy, let's get let's get to the marine south scoreboard from last night in the nba the knicks, the knicks beat the heat 
111 to 105. Uh-huh. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler couldn't do it all. Couldn't do it all last night in the uh, the, the Knicks take care of the Heat. Lakers take care of the Warriors last night, Billy, 117-112, to 112, despite a fast and furious comeback from the Warriors there at the end of the game. Uh, AD, man, AD took that team, put it on his back in the second half, and absolutely carried them to a victory. This is going to be a phenomenal series that I would bet money is probably going to go seven. Um, this, is, this might be the best... I'm going to say this is going to be the best series in the entire NBA. This is this series between the Warriors and the Lakers is going to be better than the finals, in my opinion. Wow. Yeah, yeah, just a little foreshadowing there. I think that's what's going to happen. In the NHL last night, Panthers beat the Leafs 4-2 as Florida takes a 1-0 lead in that series. And the Kraken beat the Stars 5-4 as Seattle takes a 1-0 lead in that series. On the Smiths floor-covering games and events calendar for tonight. Nothing big, game. right? Huge, Nothing big. Huge game down in <laughs> Macon, Georgia, on the campus of Mercer College. Wait, 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 wait. What? Mercer's, Mercer's ITP, dude. Why do you keep talking about Is Mercer ITP? Absolutely not. Are you serious? Yeah, they have a they have a satellite campus up here. Unless they're going to do the, uh, the championship game at the satellite campus. Okay. Yeah, it's it, it's at Mercer, but Mercer. Um, uh, I thought the I thought the address was. I'm pretty sure the address is in Macon. I'll double check, but I think that's what they. Uh, I think that's what they put out. I think the Mercer up here is a satellite campus, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, okay. But Bre- Bremen will play Oconee County at five o'clock tonight in the state championship for girls soccer. Um, I will be at that. Uh, Emily's actually going to be at that as well, taking pictures of the game during the game and all that stuff. So I'm pumped for it, man. I'm. I am so excited. We got to call the game a couple nights ago, Friday night, between St. Vincent's and Bremen in a uh, just a nail-biter of a game, an absolute phenomenal game. Went into uh, extra time. Gabby Worthy gets that game-winning goal in the second period of extra time, and they go on for a, for a state title, Billy. Something that the Bremen Lady Blue Devils have so, sort of been sniffing around at for the past, it seems like, six to eight years. Uh, they've, well, been, Bremen- they've been right on the cusp of winning it. I think Bremen girls have made the final four the last three of the four years. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they made it to the state championship two years ago. Last year they were in the final four and then this year they're back in the state championship. So um, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, so um, I, can, I can write it up here. A little background on the Bremen girls. They've been pretty close to winning the state the past few years. Semis last year, quarters the year before that semis again in 18, 19, and they got knocked out in 1819 by St. Vincent's, the team that they got a little redemption on last Friday night. So, yeah, it's I mean, it's been they, they've sniffed all around the uh, the state title game. And now they have a chance to go down there and take it. Yeah. Well, looking forward to that, man. I really yep. am. Can't wait. I can't wait to get down there and start calling this. Uh, in the NBA tonight, 76ers at Celtics. Philadelphia leads that one one to nothing. And in the NHL, a couple round two series get kicked off. Devils at Hurricanes and Oilers at Golden Knights. I don't know who to cheer for in those in those games. Uh, I'm going with the Canes and the Oilers. Yeah, I just ugh. anyway. That, that's what I'm going with. I would. Uh, New Jersey, I would never cheer for a New Jersey team, so the Devils are out, and the Golden Knights seem like just a gimmick, so they're out as well. All right, Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Indeed, sir. Indeed, I do.
Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Uh, if you haven't liked her new business page on Facebook, please go like it. She is doing great things right now. She got um, some professional uh, pictures down the other day, I saw. Yeah, she it looks good. Looks yeah. really good. I texted her. I was like, how much Photoshop? How much did it cost for all the Photoshop <laughs> for those pictures? <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> That's not good because she knows where I live. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, as Bryce mentioned, Anthony Davis had a monster game and propels the Lakers to a game one win. Yeah, it was it was insane, man. 30 points, 23 rebounds, five assists, and four blocks, and he played every single second of the second half. <laughs> the fact that he didn't come out at all in the second half. Nope. Wow. Didn't come out at all, man. Played every single second of the second half. That's a monster monster game from anthony davis and you know dylan dylan brooks might be the enemy of the entire nba if he poked the bear enough to have the have the lakers kind of make a championship run here philadelphia 76ers center joel mb wins his first mvp yeah deservedly so deservedly so he deserved it um it was between uh, a couple months ago it was between joel mb Giannis, and uh Jokic. And Embiid kind of separated himself from the pack. He, he 1,000% deserved it. Billy's Bryce Hooper goes hitless in return, but excited to be back. Yeah, you know, like I said, the game of baseball is better with Bruce Hooper in it. So nice to see him, I guess, being healthy. Um, it, You know, we'll see. He, he, he's, he's too good of a player to uh, to be held hitless for very long. <laughs> he threw me off. He actually had his, like, name... Correct on the on the sheet. And I had to... <laughs> Who's this Bryce Harper character? <laughs> Rory McIlroy is moving forward after his Masters disappointment. Yeah, he uh, he apparently had quite a bit of a, a hangover for for lack of better terms for the Masters disappointment. He said it sucked. It really sucked. It's not the performance I obviously thought I was going to put up, nor was it the performance I wanted. Just incredibly disappointing. But I needed some time to regroup and focus on what's ahead um so i that's uh yeah that's a, a little a little i don't know that's a, that's a little shaky for me um i mean mcelroy probably sacrificed three million to 12 million in bonuses that he earned through the pga tours player impact program uh by skipping the rbc heritage in hilton head south carolina uh last week so I don't know, man. Ho hopefully he can regroup. Rory's one of my favorite players in the PGA Tour, so hopefully he can regroup and make another charge at another major. We still have three more majors this year. You know, if it's all about money, maybe he should uh, consider the live. <laughs> you know he's not going to do that. Him and him and Tiger are uh, staunchly, <laughs> staunchly on the side of the PGA Tour. I'm sorry. I just had to poke the bear there for a second. And then finally today in 2018, Atlanta Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan's right Matt Ryan's Matt, Matt Ryan Matt Ryan becomes the NFL's first 30 million per season player after agreeing to a 150 million dollar contract extension. <laughs> a lot of money to pay Matt Ryan, but that hey, greatest Falcon of all time. I'll keep saying that greatest Falcon of all time in insanely undervalued when he was here and underappreciated and I, I will never I, I will never understand it Billy I will I will never understand Falcons fans underappreciating Matt Ryan 
I I absolutely agree. You got anything else? Ah right, man, let's get out of here on a hump day. I gotta get uh get stuff packed. I'm probably gonna head out here around noon to head down to Macon. I gotta go by Marine South and see our old buddy Clay and talk to him about some stuff. And then I'm heading down to Macon to call a uh, state championship game tonight, five o'clock. And if you guys want to, you it's gonna be on NFHS Network. You can uh, you can uh, kind of pair up my call on hometown sports media and watch it on NFHS network at the same time. Yeah. Because apparently you don't want to hear the uh, color guy for the NFHS network at all. They, they got a professional man. They do have a professional Jason Longshore. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about meeting him down there. Um, he is the, uh, he's the color guy for Atlanta United, a true professional. So we've been talking back and forth about swapping notes and everything between the two teams. So I'm, I'm excited to meet him, man. I, it's going to be a, it's going to be a big night down there in Macon. Well, excited for you, buddy. I will definitely be listening. Um, have a safe trip down, and, and I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. And, and hopefully we'll be talking, and I'm not going to say hopefully, um, but we will yeah. be talking about a state championship tomorrow. There you go. There you go. Put it out in the ether. Believe it. All right. For Bryce Harper, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great day, everybody. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.